do you remember when you were younger? Yeah, I used to watch like Channel O. Yeah, yeah. And how watching those things, yeah, felt so far away, right? Yeah. It's like the dream was so far, we've managed to get it, and then we kind of dilute the importance mm. of what mm. this dream currently is. You feel me? So, so we're losing it's like, like the craft? Yeah, yeah, not losing our power. That's not the word. It's like, it's like, and I'm not even talking from the artist standpoint, really. It's more like the consumers, you know, because okay. artists are always excited to work with the people they've looked up to because from a creative standpoint, what an artist is to an artist is completely different from what an artist is to a fan. Yeah. So when I see fans react in particular ways that kind of dilutes what these artists are doing, especially where they're coming from, it's like, you guys don't get it. But it also makes sense why you're fans. <laughs> Do you understand? Mm. You this This is the role you play in the community of music to mm. critique from the outside without really understanding what it really takes to manifest these things you know yeah but like but like i would even be guilty in this as well because bro i haven't even heard the nas song <laughs> <laughs> do you understand yeah so so as 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 exciting as it is it's like even i am feeling that thing of oh, okay cool Am I Nas on a record? But it's a big deal, bro. It's a, it's a huge, huge deal. deal. It's not even. It's a massive deal. That's Nas, bro. And it's like also you know, it's man. Nas for Mi, because they're both yeah, like exactly lyrical guys. Olamide mm. is on it too. He's doing the hook. It's Olamide is on the song. Olamide is on the song. He does the hook. On yeah, the song. I need to. I need to jam this album, bro. I've only been playing on my list. Um, album same, same, literally same, same. only like what's since your, it dropped, I haven't played any other thing. Maybe your, some of my piano jams, but nothing song? else. What's your favorite song on the album? On Omar's, yeah, oh, bro. There's there's this song. Funny enough, it's the last song. It's, it's called Purple Song. Yeah, right. That song for me, yeah, it's so short, but it reminds me of Wiz Party. Do you remember Wiz Party? That yeah, jam? yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you can get I mean, obviously song, different sound. That song is chaotic, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 obviously different vibes, different sounds, but it it it's the nostalgia that I felt when I listened to Purple Song was similar to how I felt when I heard Wiz Party. It's kind of like this artist made the record I wanted to hear from him. Yeah. That kind of key. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. that's that's what Purple Song is for me. I love Soso though. I love Bend You. I love, oh, I will never I, forget. I, I Bend You and is, the, is it called Mess? I'm a Mess. I'm a Mess. Yeah, that song is good. Yeah. yeah so it's those yeah. ones. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I feel like the Omale wave is like it might be two years old now, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Time flies, but like I feel like very early on I was on it, and then I just kind of freed him for a while because I was just you know, I was listening to a bunch of other, frankly, terrible music, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then like I'm like at the end of the two year period, I'm like back on it now, and I'm like, damn, he's grown so much. It's crazy watching guys grow. Because I feel like yeah. a two-year period for an artist is like in in a, in like human years. That's like fourteen years. Yeah, yeah. Because of how we consume music, isn't it? It's kind of like fast food now, which is why, like for us, like personally, we don't rush releasing music. Mm -hmm. It's like, and I was trying to explain this to artists, and I tweeted this like a few days ago, actually, which is study the game, not the players. And the reason is because. First of all, the game is always changing, right? So if yeah. you study players that have not adapted to the new game, yeah, you're, you're so behind, you don't even realize. 
That's number one. Mm. Number two, if you study the game, you have to factor in the players. Mm. Keyword is players, not even player, because what tends to happen is if you decide to focus on a person, that's all you see, you understand? But there's so much context you don't have to what you see that it's like, just study the game so you understand when things are even changing. And to piggyback off this changing topic, that's where we currently are. That's why it's so microwavable, the music. And artists always feel like they are missing out if they're, if they're not dropping. But mm. where we are right now in the space is really, music has become the soundtrack to your moments. And mm. what artists need to focus on right now is actually creating moments, you know? I mean, it heavily revolves around your network. It heavily revolves around the experiences you curate for people. Mm. And that can showcase in so many different ways. Somebody that really understands this piece, Rema, you understand? Like, someone like Rema, yeah, bro, this guy, I mean, for the mere fact that me, I'm saying something like BC to the world, right? <laughs> bro, before, that's been city, right? Yeah. Before Rema, who, who's, who's, Who's giving you that vibe? Who's giving you that experience into how do you have world? A, how do you have a reference point for Benin City? <laughs> BC, bro. BC, BC to the world. <laughs> Not world, the world. You before me? B- before Rema, before I was like, yo, I was like, return the bronze statues to Benin. Now I'm like, return the bronze statues to Rema's house. You guys stop playing with me. <laughs> Put some respect on that man's name. Put man. some respect, bro. Because at the end of the day, bro, it's like, even the videos he does sometimes with his songs playing in the background, you're watching the video as content and the song is content. Yeah. So it's two separate contents combined into one thing that gives you an experience, mm-hmm. right? I mean, with Thames, we, we do this with our shows, you know, mostly with our shows, but there's so many other things that are kind of like bigger than us, right? Mm-hmm. That obviously God facilitates like features from artists, mm-hmm. um, you know, relationships have also helped you get navigate yeah. some certain things like Marvel and all these things. So there's so many things from an experience standpoint that makes you interested in the artist. Cause that's another thing. It's like, it's not about being talented. It's about being interesting because everyone is talented, bro. And very early in my, in my career, I learned that talent is nothing actually in the spectrum of things. Like, because you can find an artist anywhere that is probably even doper than some of the artists that you're currently hearing right now on the airwaves. Mm-hmm. But what's the missing component is everything else. And yeah, man, I, ju- I just feel moments right now matter, unfortunately, more than music. But then if you have music that is potent enough, yeah, it will always still cut across regardless. Like so that. it's knowing yourself. Um, I want to, I want to do you a, a quick, a quick intro just for, people, oh, damn. just for people who are listening, <laughs> <laughs> who might not know what's going on, but um, let's get into it, man. Guys, I'd like to welcome to the to the return of Submaroach, <laughs> our first guest of the quarter, Mr. Donawan, aka Muywa Awoni, aka Donawolo Road, aka Muiz, <laughs> aka Oil Alert. Oh my days! AKA, AKA check the terms and conditions. AKA. <laughs> <laughs> AKA the captain of the Donna One podcast. AKA I was on the BT Awards stage while you were at home with your family. But that's cool. I like family. Families are fun. AKA I'm managing terms and Nige. AKA, oh, you mean Ryan Kugler? I just called him Ryan. <laughs> Do not bust my bread, bro. That's in my bread, my brain. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, man. My brother, my brother. Pleasure, man. Pleasure. Like, this, this was so impromptu. I'm literally fresh off my bed. I love it. Bringing out all my wires as soon as I saw your message. I was like, yeah, man, let's run it, man. I think I messaged you at 4 a.m. 
Yeah, man. And I, I saw it. I can't remember when I saw it, but it's probably one of the first things I saw this morning. Mm. I was actually having a conversation with um, Thames and Deeds. And then I just saw the message. I was like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. So I'm off that call and I'm on this now. I love that. I love that. Welcome. Um, How's it been? It's been a long road, first of all. I mean, <laughs> bro, man. Where you've, do I even start, you've, man? You've, I'm been, you've been at God, this. Bro. You've been at this. Okay. I mean, we're childhood friends. Mm-hmm. So that's weird. <laughs> so you've seen my journey bro from the beginning like literally from the beginning i'm trying to know? remember what your first business venture was but i do remember there was a time you were like sending dashikis to people in houston <laughs> oh man bro this was like when i was 17 bro yeah i remember that. Uh, like, you had a yeah. website and everything yeah man bro like uh, and mean, then bro. You, were, you were spending a lot of that money buying a shawarma above so that was that was a vibe <laughs> bro, it's of the community. <laughs> ah, bro, that ah, man, bro, you know me. I, I, I believe in community boost. You know, mm, mm. uh, my funny enough, it's funny you're talking about community. My first ever thing was I only boys with my cousins. Oh yeah, you know, I that. because <laughs> I really didn't want to do anything alone. Yeah, you know, I just felt the wave is always better when it's a movement not an individual collaboration you know yeah i feel like because what tends to happen is you're telling a story in real time yeah and if you're alone there's only so much depth and dynamic that can be added to that story being told yeah. but if you have different characters that play different roles and you're all on the same page and then you're moving together as a unit, it's like Avengers, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> like a plethora of people coming together for a specific thing and, you know, can you tell everyone us, have their... Can what do you say? Can you tell us what Awoni Boys was? Just so, uh... Oh, Awoni Boys, yeah. It was um, it was me and my cousins, um, Femi, Digi, and Richard. Fab. And the, the, yeah, for, shout out Fab, shout out Dej. And uh, what's it called? It was... um, What's it called? It was that kind of thing whereby, like, bro, I had just discovered Twitter and YouTube, like, a few years before I went to England, right? Yeah. For school, my A-levels. And um, around that time, when I was in night, bro, I just used to watch YouTube a lot. Like, I used to watch Kimbo Slice videos a lot. Mm. And, bro, one random day, I discovered you could upload videos on YouTube. I was like, <laughs> what? So I can make my own content. I can be my I'm own like, Kimbo Slice. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like... Well, not even that. It was more like every crazy imaginative story yeah. I can recreate yeah. and show. It's one of the reasons why I started Only Boys with my cousins because I was like, guys, let's just use YouTube. And bro, I promise you, nobody was doing this then. Like, yeah. I had no reference points. There was no... Do- In fact, the only person that existed was Don't Jealous Me. And he was after, not even before. You yeah. understand? Now, Only Boys so from- were proper kids. Also, like, I remember it was... I just remember the content. It was so bizarre. Yeah, man. Like Every my, episode was bizarre. My, my favorite one is just the race. Do you remember the race? The one I came last. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't know, bro, I've forgotten. Like, bro, the caption was so funny, man. It was like, everyone is a winner in the eyes of God or something. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, bro, these are just things that I did for fun. And then, what? The, obviously, the default thing that happened was um, people started following me on Twitter, mm-hmm. you know. And then I started looking at the following. I was like, okay, cool. And before I knew it, bro, like I thought that you could actually turn that following into cash because for me, it's like, why am I getting all this attention if I'm not doing anything with it? Yeah. And before Dashiki's, I, because obviously, bro, before I even got into that Dashiki business, I started something because there was this website called um, Spreadshirt. 
mm. where you could like customize t-shirts to to buy right yeah on that same website website you could also customize to sell mm. so you would have original designs and then you just you can create your website through their website and then you just sell so Wow, that's pretty, that my, that's pretty advanced yeah. at that time. Yeah. Bro, bro, but the problem is they were taking 90% of the profit. Oh, that's horrible. And 10% was given to me. So I had to work overtime, bro, just to make a grand. And I did make a grand from that website, bro, because the website is still up, bro, till today, actually. It's I'm, called The Bakery. I, I'm very sure they've, <laughs> they've revised those terms. Oh, bro. Obviously, there's no way they're moving on that 90% thing. No, no, I'm not even selling, so they ain't getting no money. It doesn't <laughs> even matter. So that's that's just an abandoned project. I don't even know if the like I said, I didn't I didn't cancel it, so I'm sure all the designs are still there. I used to get like um personal requests for people to customize like shirts with yeah. companies, with people that were doing their own thing. I remember um there was something back in the day called bats, bro. It was them flies. I don't I don't know if you remember him, Nasser. Him flies. I remember dads. Flies. I remember dads. I see. I see these yeah. videos every couple of months. But yeah. Yeah. So so these were some of the guys back in the day. They were on their grind too, you know. And they would just hit me up and be like, "Yo, we're trying to do hoodies. We're trying to do shirts." And I'll just do some whack design, bro. And they would like it. I'm like, "Okay, cool." I used to design, bro. Nothing I never do, bro. So <laughs> so I'll do that and sell. And bro, I was making money, but I realized, man, this isn't sustainable. The cash, sorry, the profit margin is just stupid. Like mm-hmm. you know. So, bro, I went back to Nige on a casual P. Sorry, let me have to rewind. So, alongside that, yeah, I, and I started thinking, okay, you know what? I need to start doing parties, you know, because obviously I have a following, right? Yeah. At this point in time, now I'm in Nottingham, right? I've, I've finished my A-levels. I've done my foundation year. In my foundation year, it's really when all this, like, bakery, all these things started, right? Yeah. And then after that, I was like, okay, you know what? Let me, let me do parties, right? Because I feel, this is when I'm in Nottingham, I feel like people know me. I'll be following online. And I used to DM people, yeah. please promote, please share. I used to do that, bro. But before I knew it, yeah, my party, my, my parties, oh, so it wasn't just me, though. It was me, Buhari, a guy called Buhari, a guy called Okwe, and a guy called Orizu. Like, which which Buhari, Buhari, Buhari? Let me know. No, not our president. No, bro, I can no, never no, no, do not anything. not our president. Oh, man. yeah. Elo's manager, Buhari. Oh, um, Buhari, Yesufu, yeah, 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 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish I knew this time ago, bro. I have to reach out to him at some point because... Elo is so hard. Yeah, Elo is crazy. Elo is so hard, bro. Elo is crazy dope. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that Buhari. Mm-hmm. So we used to we used to do parties in Nottingham together. And even the way that started, bro, was basically somebody cheated me, bro. They, they basically used me as a promoter and I thought I was a partner, yeah. basically. <laughs> so based off that vex, I was like, you know, man's going to do his own thing. You're like, and, never again. Yeah, never again. And, and bro, the crowd that went for their party, like times 10 came for us because people still thought it was my party because yeah, of the way yeah, I was promoting yeah. it, you yeah. understand? I just didn't have the resources because I was new in Nottingham and their man have been, had been in Nottingham since time. See, so, and if they had the spirit of collaboration, you could have all eaten together. Yeah, but I realized that people people will use you and use you. I kind of, this is why we say, when people see your light before you, they will use you as a torch when you're meant to be literally a lamppost or something. Mm, <laughs> you get? Mm, so mm. for me, for me, I was a torch, right? But That's then hard. the moment I broke out, I realized that now, nah, man, I'm probably even the sun. <laughs> you get? So, bro, Nottingham, Birmingham, Reading, Sheffield, Loughborough, all, everyone in the Midlands used to come for my parties, right? And then I met a guy called Shafiq during the process. My friend, Adim, shout out Adim, he introduced me to Shafiq. And Wait, Adim from- bro, I just showed him, I didn't um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> yeah, that's my nigga. So, so, bro, cut a long story short. Yeah, what now happens is, um, 
I'm, I'm just very hospitable to them. You know, I'm like, yo, bro, blah, blah, blah. Yo, do you need a table? Do you need a drink? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Just showing love casually. I didn't know that the person I was talking to back then was the president of Ghana's son. Oh, God. Do you understand? Oh, so that Shafiq was the president, like, at that time, right? So before I knew, yeah, like, he took a liking to me. We exchanged numbers and we came close. And that's when I now discovered who he was because the guy is just so humble. Mm. Bro, till tomorrow, that's probably one of my best friends ever because the next thing that happened was I was telling him how I want to sell, like, dashikis, right? But I just didn't have, like... Because uh, also, also the way I wanted to start selling dashikis was because of them DRB. I saw them <laughs> board here were rocking this pee and it was just a vibe, you know? I was like, come on, man, let me sell this stuff, man. Mm. I don't know why DRB aren't even selling it. So... Next thing, Shafi goes, bro, I get this stuff in the thousands for free. I said, excuse me? I said, yeah, man. Bro, he sends me a picture of Ghana most goes of dashikis. What? That was how my business. Yeah, bro, that's how my business, my first ever, like, commerce business start, like, selling product. You feel me? That's so funny, dude. Yeah, and Shafiq did not ask me for a penny, bro. I love that because, like, I feel like um, the dashiki rush of 2000 and I believe it was 2010, 11, was it 2010 or 9? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, bro. yeah. Was that 2009 or 10 or maybe 11. Yeah. I'll say I'll say 9. I think 9. I think it was 2009. I think 9. Yeah, I, I think, think 9. <laughs> it was I think it's probably 9, 2009. Yeah. It yeah. was it was literally for a summer. It was. And you got I, in you got in at no cost. <laughs> bro, no cost. So literally no bro, no competition, but then when I started doing it cuz bro, I took it seriously like I did a photo shoot bro, yeah. and I did everything on my own, bro. Mm-hmm. No, I had one person that actually made the website for me, right? He made the website for me. He was in Canada. I still haven't even met him till today, bro. Bro, this is how you know the hustle. What, yeah, what's just name? A... shout him out. Ah, oh, bro, it's sad because I can't remember. I got introduced to him through a mutual friend. I think it was Duro. Okay. Duro introduced us. I can't remember his name. I feel so bad. Yeah, fair enough. If, you're, actually... if you're listening, it was you. And we thank you. Yeah, yeah. Just hit me up in my DMs. I can't believe it. I mean, like I said, bro, I never met him. You yeah, feel me? Yeah. So we didn't really have a relationship. We just used to speak on the back end stuff for running the website, yeah. right? So, um... Yeah, bro. We now, so I got the stock. I went around night before I went back to England to take pictures of people when the dashikis. Bro, that's the first time I entered Davido's house. <laughs> Do you understand? Are you serious? Because, yeah, bro, because Ashley Ebong took pictures as well. Ashley used to chill with David then. How many um, dashikis dash eh? did you sell, David? No, I, David did not even give a damn <laughs> <laughs> about it. He was just doing some other people in the house. But I was taking pictures of anybody that cared to even rock it. You understand? Yeah. yeah. My friends, them people like Oyema, shout out Oyema. Me, I call names because I want people to know that I haven't forgotten you. Oyema, Benji, you know, all, yeah, and Nari, like people that that were like, yo, even TMT. <laughs> everybody went, everybody rocked that shit, man. Oh they took the snap for me, man. I think I wore, so I, I was in, I was in, I was in A level, so I think I wore my dashiki over a hoodie and I was like, I've hacked it. I've brought, I've, I've brought a new level of depth to the dashiki genre. <laughs> I'm indie hip hop dashiki because I wear the hoodie fact. and I wear my dashiki over a hoodie and I went out and literally every Nigerian was wearing the same thing. I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, you're not unique, bro. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nah, bro. Trust me. I used to rock dashikis with leather jackets as well. Yeah. So avoid choke. Choke, man. But um, yeah, yeah. So what's it called? So after all of that, now the business ended tragically, bro. Because um, the person that used to fly to Ghana. To help me get the dashikis to bring to me, yeah, died, oh, God. right. That's just and I was, I was in school still, like I was still in uni, and uni was kicking my ass, bro. Like I was, I wasn't doing well, mm-hmm. you know. I hated like balancing parties, selling dashikis, 
I also used to manage an artist called Opera Teflon as well back in the day. Oh, he had Tefie. also lo- shout out Teffy, that's my brother. He had also lost his father as well. So, bro, I was just dealing with a lot of mm. mental things, physical things, and I was on my J's, bro. It's not like now that I have a huge team mm. that I work with, but it's like I was just alone. But what that thing really forced me to do was learn every single creative aspect of things from the business standpoint and the creative standpoint. It's why right now it's very hard for me to hear something that i am not familiar with from that standpoint i do learn a lot of new things from legal stuff and accounting stuff yeah. that's now yeah but like in terms of execution or creativity bro just basically like all. the the whole pipeline from creating something to selling it to people selling it yeah the yeah. whole pipeline you know yeah. now obviously i've learned how to like you know build a, a team i'm still learning bro because it's hard to recruit but with god bro everything goes soft so yeah man <laughs> once she died yeah man I, bro that business collapsed literally nobody was willing to travel to ghana for me nothing mm-hmm. so i just had the stock i had eventually you know the ones that had demand sold out and then i was just left with a bunch of that shikis people didn't want and i just used to rock them bro i give <laughs> them out and just you know vibe with this then because people used to wait on campus, some white people got interested uh, and then bought, bought up the rest because them, they don't have context to what is a good dashiki or a bad dashiki, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. a dashiki. They were, they were so that, pretty yellow ones. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you understand? They went, oh, yeah, bro. There was one there was one black and green one that sold out sharply, bro. Yeah. You know, but yeah, man, that was that. So after that one, bro, I was still doing the management thing, bro. I managed so many different people. That's my, a, but, yeah, hmm? t- yeah, let's go, let's go through a list of people you managed. Tuffy, yeah, I managed Opet Teflon. I managed Biano, who yeah. was LAX's producer at the time, mm-hmm. which is actually how I got into the Starboy camp. Oh. This is like 2012, 2013. Yeah, that's how. So the reason how I know them, Wiz, Malik, ETC, is not from Nonso. Yeah. Like, in fact, the only reason why I could enter his house was as a result of that relationship. Not relationship, because yeah, I was a fly on the wall. Like yeah. nobody paid attention. Now it's a relationship. Before. There was no relationship. No, I'm saying now it's a relationship. Then it was. Oh, oh, now uh, that's my brother. I was yeah, with him last yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. That's that. So, so I was with Wiz last night. But before then, it was like I was just the run, like when I the most random individual ever to probably all them and there because I'm the I am the manager of the producer of the artist that nobody knows. <laughs> that was the P before Caro. You understand? That's so like, that was that's that's that line. That's how Jason Statham is related to the royal family, the cousin of the uncle of the daughter's son's first um, finger fuck. It's just like one, a nice long. <laughs> you know, I'm sure. I, I genuinely believe that English people have just had so many interrelations that Jason Statham is somehow related to the royal family. It's, yeah. possible, it's possible, bro. Yeah. It's possible. It's trans- First of all, he- possible. <laughs> I like that one. That was yeah, a good one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man. Um, yeah. Sorry, what were I even talking about before? The yeah, I'm talking about your yeah. relationship with, um, with through. Oh, you know, yeah. So, so, you so, yeah. So, yeah. So, so the first, so Biano was actually, you know, Biano was that, was the avenue in which I go into that camp. But yeah, Biano, um, an artist called Nizi as well. Mm. Um, Sam takes off. He no, was a comedian. Yeah. yeah, bro. We had yeah, Vang we had so much Vang success, but we even shut down Westfield Mall at one point, like, and Hyde Park. Sorry, wow. Those two, yeah, bro. Like crowds of people came. Mm. You know, it was something special. We had like merch as well. Obviously, 
I use my skills from dashikis to do um don't move a muscle tease, bro. You know, crafted the whole brand around him, but then okay. his mom died, bro, and okay. he just yeah stopped doing comedy completely. That so, was so sad. Yeah, bro. That that just and he was based in America, bro. So and I was in London. I couldn't go to America at that point in time. So mm. I was like, yeah, and the end of an era. So, bro. I remember his it, face so clearly to my head. Yeah, man. That's my brother, though. Such a gentle soul, really. He's a pure-hearted guy, man. He has no... He has no... You get, he just does things because to have fun. And yeah. he likes having fun with his people. Yeah. He's an amazing guy, man. Still, call, I'm still in contact with him till today, so... It's good. Well, I haven't spoken to him many people in contact. You know, can shout me. I can shout him anytime. I like that. But yeah, Sam, Sam takes over another one. And then... um. Yeah, just a whole bunch of different random people oh, at random times as well. Do you understand? Also, not not like my own personal projects, but just just things yeah. I had to be in charge of, like for a short period of time and then leave. But then that that was as a result of me really like hanging around with Malik, though. Mm. You understand? Because during that time with Malik, he had just like decided to stay out of that Starboy camp. I wanted to just do this music thing properly, like mm. outside of being a producer. So me, I had like the whole university scene, right? So yeah. I'll book my league for some shows, you know, he'll come and perform, you know, we'll go on the road sometimes when he's he has like all these shows and I'll just be managing and facilitating like the different things that I can, mm. you know? So during this time period, yeah, I, the people I'm hanging around with are Malik Berry, UG, Mr. Easy, Lekka, who's a producer I still manage to today. Yeah. But I wasn't managing him back then. Um, who else? Frost, who was Malik's DJ, who is Malik's DJ Junior, who's Malik's manager, Chisara as well, who's Malik's manager. You know, there was a movement around all of us, right? And all of us playing together yielded so much success. Because, bro, trust me, control, skin tight, all these pieces here. Yeah. I mean, all these records were made by the artists, but the way people followed the wave was as a result of us having fun. Yeah. And the fun was just televised. You understand? So it's, it's more organic. I was the only one that it's easier to it's more organic. Push, yeah. Do you understand? I even feel through those, through that was how people understood branding, honestly, because before that, people were just more interested in hits, mm. having hit songs. But now people care about that image because Easy came with a hat. Do you understand? And he had that nomadic feel. I said, who is this? Is he Ghanaian? Is he Nigerian? Mm -hmm. You felt it through the imagery. You understand? Prior to that, people just used to use flash, maybe expensive car or big house. You, you know, know, I feel like that's something like, always lacked and like american i feel like american rappers always had that There's, there was always yeah. like the story that's why i genuinely believe if you're the best rapper in the world and you are there's no story there's no community behind you you probably won't blow yeah because why should people care yeah other than you can sing yeah like rap is fun but like people want a story yeah you know because that's what makes you believable at the end of the day yeah. context yeah so so yeah what's it called after um what was i talking about after yeah, you were talking about you know movement with malik and them yeah yeah yeah. so on the road with them and there and it was cool but it wasn't enough because i mean to be fair i was fine i wasn't really thinking too much about my position i was just happy to be learning yeah and then one day Yuji just calls me and he goes bro by the way this conversation is probably what started the change in my life like fundamentally okay yuji was like um bro i think you have because yuji saw all the things i could do i mean he, he literally used to like chill with me in the same apartment we all used to sleep on the couch yeah the artist used to sleep in the bedroom but 
you know, the man them will sleep on the couch. So, but it was a vibe. Nobody even complained because the couch was massive. So, what happened is but I don't, call, before you go on, I don't want to take credit for this, but I do want to say I posted in on so link early, and you were like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> and two months later, a month later, you were managing him, and I was like, yeah. "This nigga is crazy." <laughs> I mean, bro, like. So that was SoundCloud time. I remember. Yeah, that was SoundCloud time. I remember. Yeah, I can't remember cause, what cause song it was. I can't. It, no, I remember. It was um, Razor Sharp. Yeah. No, no, no. It, there was a uh. married song. A married song, like a. Oh um no! I think it was suicidal. No, I can't remember. dude. No, it was like marry you or something, and it was like this. It was super short, and it had like it had this village theme. This like I don't know how to explain it, but. Yeah, it was just this old ass. Uh, I, I, back I, in the day, yeah. Do, do you reckon it was still be on SoundCloud? Of course. Okay. Um. Yeah, because after that, bro, I went on his SoundCloud. So many songs that people didn't know, but tonight was gaining organic crash yeah. um, traction on on SoundCloud. But nobody knew the song outside of SoundCloud. You understand? Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like there's something here. So I tell UJ, yo, introduce me to this guy. So we got to talking, and I told him, I said. This is literally what I said. I said, bro, I don't know how far we will go, but I believe we can do some amazing stuff if we work together. Yeah. I don't know how far we will go, but we will go somewhere. I don't, said, I don't know how yeah, far yeah. we will go, but we will go somewhere. Was... I, didn't, I, I didn't even know the somewhere. It was just, <laughs> we'll do dope shit. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know if we will actually go anywhere, but I know we will do some amazing things. Yeah? Mm-hmm. If it takes us somewhere, cool. If it doesn't, cool. But I know it will be dope, right? Mm-hmm. So... Gilly, what that's happened the song. was that? I just remember. Gilly, yeah, Gilly. I remember that record. I remember that record. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro. We consumed so much music over time, man. Sorry, for those who don't know, that was a record. For those who don't know, real quick, this is Gilly. All right, so I'm not trying to put anything in front of you. You know, everything comes after you because you're like priority right now. It says, I hope you listen to the words. Can I get that kick now? Okay, so. This is wow. this is a drama, Ashford. I'm just playing around. That's not too serious. Just listen to me, please, and give me a chance, babe. All right. Looking Okay, I can't play the full thing for you. Know, it still bangs till tomorrow. It's, it sounds really good. It sounds really. Bro, Nonso Nonso is probably one of the best songwriters to come out of Nige. Yeah, easily. I would, I would say easily. Yeah, he's he's definitely easily. he's top ten. Easy. Easily, yeah. easily, bro. He's not. He's like he's top five. Easy, bro. I say easily. It's not even a matter of we have to think. <laughs> and guys, songwriting is hard. My brother, see, yeah, that's why it's I also hard. respect Thames as well because I've seen her process and I've seen what she needs to, how she needs to feel, the environment she needs to be in. Basically, mm-hmm. it's kind of like you have to. How would I put it? It's like Goku being the hydrobolic time chamber, right? Yeah. You have to have the setting elements that can fill you up to pour. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, I like that. So wait, what, yeah. what, com- what, what, what do you need to come together? Maybe like, if, what? yeah, what, yeah, what, what, you know, what does she need? Because I want to. I feel like there's people out there who might be, who might have similar personalities. They might need to know what. Yeah, is, what, what of course, is. introverted personalities. Yeah. So, so what she's explaining to me, right, is kind of like this. Um, as a result of her being, her, so she's like a social introvert yeah. because she has to perform. She has to interact with fans, etc. But what tends to happen is she's giving that energy, but that's not where she gets the energy back from, right? And that energy has to be also used to create music, right? So she has to set her environment in a way that replenishes that energy. 
you understand? Yeah. So Thames needs candles, do you understand? Okay. She needs humidifiers. There was a live she did recently that there was smoke coming out from, and people thought it was Igbo. Oh, That's a humidifier. Yeah, but yeah. I realized that <laughs> trenches, you know, in the trenches, we don't need humidifier because tea is already there humid. <laughs> so how you go slap you with a humidifier? Be? Yeah, I know, yeah, I know two vegs. You know, I get fire, man. Wait, hold on. So wait, um, is it the video where someone said, I can't remember what someone said, and she was like, fuck you. <laughs> no, now that video is actually two years old, bro. Oh, that video is two years old, but 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 you need to understand, like when you're in demand, yeah, right? Yeah, stuff. People, to... yeah, people, people take elim- people take moments that mean nothing and make them into something, basically, yeah. right? Because well, that, video that was adorable. Two years- that video was adorable. If you check, if you check her, the stri- the people that were there, I think it was that was like four hundred, bro. If time should go live now, it's about twenty something k yeah, yeah, at minimum. Yeah. So. You know, but like that was a very old video. Yeah, I was thinking I was about it. I was like, why is her life so little? Like, what's happening here? <laughs> uh, do you understand? Do you get like that, any, yeah. any that? Yeah, but I, I get it. Like, people brought, I mean, it's cool. Yeah, it's a funny video. It's, it's, yeah, 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 it's hilarious. But what I'm talking about is her TikTok one. The one she was, I mean, that's the first time she's using TikTok and she was just interacting with like stickers and stuff yeah. that people were sending her. So, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Do you use TikTok? No, bro. But I have a page. I have one post, but it's just not for me. <laughs> I've tried my best. I already have uh, what's it called, Instagram Reels. Mm-hmm. So you know, like more. whenever, like my sister and I will like when, when we travel, we tend to travel together because we're, we're good at traveling together. We we cover each other's bases. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So whenever we're at like an airport lounge or something, mm. literally, guy, unfailingly, we both download TikTok and we try and learn how to use it. And by the time <laughs> It's time for us to board our flights. We delete it up, like yeah, fuck, fuck this shit. I'm done. <laughs> God, bro. But like, I, I definitely know that app is the well. It's the now. It's not even the future. It's yeah, it's, it's just what now. it's going to evolve to be. It's going to be something we haven't seen before. Cause, bro, short videos, bro. Mm-hmm. Not not like vines or snaps. Mm-hmm. Like short videos, like bite-sized videos. Just that just gives you enough for you to stay on. Yeah. You know. It's it's crazy and the algorithm will give you what you want, you know. I think with TikTok for me, it's not even like the length of the videos. It's just the ability for people to be able to cram an hour's worth of information in forty seconds. Yeah. In a way yeah. that's digestible yeah. or in a way that'll pick your interest that you can't do the full research yourself. I think that's incredible. I also think it is the way you use TikTok as well. I mean this is one example of using it, bro. Some people just go there to consume trash, literally. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. No, TikTok I feel I, a lot of wild stuff. <laughs> of course, because for me, I feel the things you consume are just a reflection of who you are, really, right? Because you are what you eat, quote unquote. But mm. what it really means is you are what you consume. And if you consume trash, fundamentally your mind state is trash. And then you really don't have anything to show from a result standpoint that you are a progressive human being because you are not. Yeah. I mean but but Anything better than trash is still kind of trash. So, like, if you consume a lot of trash on TikTok and you're like, you know what, I can do better than this, that better at the very least is going to be kind of trash. Still. <laughs> yeah, but 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 it's a start, isn't it's a start. it? It's yeah, like, yeah, it's, a start. it's like, okay, this is trash and I want to do better than trash. So, what you have is trash, maybe plus one. You understand? Like, it's 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 moving to the positive direction, yeah. And eventually, you become get- Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I mean, damn. He started on TikTok. <laughs> Most people don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> don't kill me. 
Oh. But yeah, going back, going back to uh, yeah, non-social. Yeah. So yeah, man. After after um, the whole SoundCloud P listening to him get introduced, bro. Started work, you know. Ah, bro, I was so broke then, but I ha- I pulled funds to shoot tonight video. Yeah, I pulled funds to and promote the song online, and I really wanted to hold his mystique for a while. You understand? Because one thing about me is I knew that the voice evoked that curiosity as to who is this. And if you didn't know what he looked like, but the aesthetics were pleasing enough for you to stay interested, it's a wrap. Very, but all of that, very reminiscent of Frank Ocean when he first came out. Exactly. I mean, I took the weekend because that's my favorite artist. Most mm. of the people I work with, I take a lot of the weekend's elements because I feel from an artistry standpoint, not musical, though, artistry standpoint, he may be the best. Why? You because know, I. Yeah, people, what was no, I'm going to say that I was talking to someone about it recently that. The weekend is the only one I know that, like, when he was doing indie, dark stuff, it was edgy yeah. and cool. And when mm-hmm. he's doing pop, blown massive stuff, it's still edgy and cool. Yeah, but that's because he evolves within the confines of his nature. Mm. Like you the, the personality is giving you the context of the weekend. He stays within it, and and, and the name encapsulates everything. Yeah. The weekend. It's it's kind of like so many things had happened during the weekend and. Every version of the weekend is something that could happen in a weekend. <laughs> you understand? Yo. Depending on the character he embodies, like Yo. from Echoes of Silence to Thursday, House of Balloons, House of Balloons to um, Kissland, mm. bro. Like he is just an enigma because all you have context to in terms of who he is is the musicality and the artistry that is attached to that musicality. So who is he as a person? You don't know, That's and he's managed to. He's managed to retain that mystique because mm. that's actually the core element of what The weekend is. Even if you see him, you still don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? And for me, it's what, you know, I, you know, did with Nonso as well. It was it was very important, but that moment was kind of ruined because he went to Tanzania one day to see his girlfriend. Mr. Easy saw him and took a picture with him. Yeah. People now saw his face. That was the end. That's literally around that time. I was like, okay, let's drop tonight video. Yeah. So, bro, drop the but video. You get bust up. Yeah, you took it to a different level from there. Yeah, it had to yeah. at that point because, because like I said, it's about moments, right? And that was a moment at that time, mm-hmm. you know. So like, ah, this is not someone. This is what it looks like. I remember. So I was like, okay, let's do this tonight thing. How did he? Get, how did he meet a girl from Tanzania? Is that is that a weird school? <laughs> okay, yeah, school in yeah. Canada, right? Canada, yeah. yeah okay. So, so he was in Canada. I was in London. Mm-hmm. Shortly between London and Nigeria. No, so only left Canada to do shows in London. Mm-hmm. And for his headline show in December, he actually wanted to just stay in Canada. And till today, he's still in Canada. Fair enough. Yeah. For me, I felt I could have convinced him to move because obviously Canada is not the market to do anything. But unless I feel at that point in time, we unless, were just in disagreements of so many things. Eh? Unless you're Drake. Unless you're, well, Drake has to even go to America and see Wayne. True, so true, I don't even true. think. I, I guess think, Drake, Drake nah. is half American. So fair enough. Yeah, bro. Drake is probably even so many things we don't know. You know? <laughs> Drake is also, you know, he's also like Drake. Lebanese. <laughs> Yeah, Drake is an enigma, man. Trust yeah. me. But obviously, I'd be privileged to chill with him once or twice or thrice. But yeah, man, we have to talk about that. But keep going, keep going. But it's the kind of thing whereby it's like, you know, yeah, there's layers and layers and layers to the guy, and mm. you may never even find a call <laughs> because I don't think probably only his mom, C and family know who that person is at their core because Drake can be who you Drake can be who 
you need him to be yeah and it's such a brilliant like thing because it's not even from a malicious standpoint because yeah. you have to have it to give it Do you yeah, understand? yeah yeah it's he who, has who he yeah, needs to be he has yeah it's who he is yeah. so when people say he's fake it's not like he's fake there are layers to him because yeah. first of all he's mixed race he's jewish then he grew up uh, grew up in canada and canada is also like multi-dimensional he was an actor as well that like he has so many experiences that has added to him as a person well you know what, what i found is a lot of um africans and immigrants basically people most people that speak two languages mm. they never call drake fake because the thing is if you speak two languages or you're not or you understand two languages you have two different personalities people that yeah. like my parents act a certain way when they're speaking english and when they're speaking yoruba yeah. they become very different people yeah you're right so, yeah so their you're brain right. processes information in a slightly different way and they act mm-hmm. you know slightly different so i think when you're like when when you understand um code switching and accent switching and language switching you can kind of see how drake is the way he is and everything and it's of less course. jarring it's less jarring but if yeah, you're, if you're like a guy that speaks it, more it, language like a hood guy like oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah straight up straight up because for me like even when he came to the uk right and he was like hopping on people's stuff you know mm-hmm. messing with heady messing with some um, gigs ETC. yeah I remember, I remember people having an issue with it. Do you remember Section Boys? Of course, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. That man did disappeared, bro. Guys. What happened? Do you remember something Europe? Um, D Block Europe? Is that, is that what they're, still, they're still, they're still popping, bro. Are Don't even popping? get it twisted. Yeah, I haven't seen them bro, in yeah. a minute. Are they still on? Bro, it? first of all, yeah, their fan base, bro, loyal to the T. Okay, friend. Loyal to the T. And then the bro, they, they did a show last year, bro. Um, was it not O2 bro shut down arena bro shut down so how bro D block yeah. did not shut down the O2 arena bro I'm telling you bro I'm Aisha was the academy <laughs> bro I'm telling you bro they are, it's like okay let me give you context you know NBA Youngboy yeah NBA Youngboy currently has 27 songs on the Billboard Top 100 I don't know one no he's actually insane NBA Youngboy he 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 exists in a way that I can't contextualize in my brain facts because he's Fact. everywhere and he's nowhere. Nowhere. And I, I like, what's that? It's such <sighs> a strange place to be as an artist. Bro, I don't even know, man. Like, because all the thing is, you say he's everywhere and nowhere, but one thing is for sure, he's everywhere. He's you everywhere. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's all over the charts, he's all over the news, he's spoken about, his pictures are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, who is this guy, mm-hmm. you know? So, is it meme? Anyway. So like there's a meme on um the internet and it just it shows like a black guy doing something really dumb in an aggressive way. Mm. And the caption is just like NBA young boy fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need to free these guys, man. The guy is young and troubled, you yeah. know. He probably is he's dealing with so much trauma. Mm. It's why I wish human beings were more comp- compassionate amongst each other, bro, because Everyone can tell you a sad story, meaning everyone has gone through something that has really hit them in a way that is like, bro, I don't want to do this life thing anymore. Yeah. Bro, I felt that way before. Like the, the time now, so and I, by the way, I keep jumping in and out of, of stories. I'm sorry. I just hope the conversation goes. You guys listening yeah. just get the full gist because me, yeah, my life is just too haphazard right now. Yeah. So, like when Nonsu said he didn't want management anymore, bro, and literally, yeah, just for context, I had slaved away in. Because after I December show, bro, I gave... Bro, you remember we walked on I the gave, deal, the sunny deal together? Bro, yeah. bro, bro, yeah. bro. I remember at that time, like, even trying to find funds for that show, yeah, bro. These are the things that I, I think I need to speak more about. Bro, 
I went to seven banks and got rejections by seven banks. No, sorry, uh, five banks and two telecoms. You understand? All of them said no or they longed me. Do you understand? Bro, I broke down in tears in front of my cousins. My brother from heaven, Shea Ugunewe, mm. sees me in my depressed state and goes, I can guarantee you this bow, bro, but you have to do one or two things. This one or two things is just cutting people into the bread, right? Mm -hmm. Standard Niger level. Yeah. I said, bro, I've already announced the issue. I've already announced the issue. Do you understand? Like, oh, so this I was need... after you had announced. That bro, this is what I do this too much. Bro, I bro, I bro, I jump into the deep end. I was like, wait, I was like, why did you just cancel the show? Because <laughs> you no, had announced bro, it. <laughs> I'd announced it, bro. I announced it. That's why we changed venue to Hard Rock. Remember, I was say Federal Palace, yeah, but I not spoken yeah, to anybody yeah, in Federal yeah. Palace, bro. Wow, I never... bro. As in the kind of things where I don't do for this life, bro. Trust me, like That's a lot of it is winging it, bro. You wing it and then. <laughs> you now see who you are, innit? You find out who you really are. <laughs> so, bro, next thing, Sha, the money came. Shout out Shea, my brother. Shout out Heritage Bank, too. Yeah, Shea you know. just won it. He won the medal recently. Shout out that nigga. Yeah, man. Uh, bro, I saw it, bro. I was so happy. I was like, man, these are things we spoke about in Silver Bear that year. <laughs> bro, that year, bro, as kids. You know, in front of Barcelos. <laughs> Gosh. Ah, anyway. So yeah, man. What was I saying before that? I've lost my trail of thoughts. No, we're talking about you know the bank money. Yeah, so that money comes, and then yeah, after that, um, we split the money, yeah, but I gave Monso majority. Now, in hindsight, bro, honestly, I shouldn't have done that because I literally slaved my life to get that money, right? But I just wanted my artist to be good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wanted his I like I wanted him to be good. I wanted him to look fly, I wanted him to be good, whatever I could do. Even when he was doing shows, bro, in Canada, I wasn't taking my cut, like I was just I just want to ask, bro. I'm suffering, but I had friends in the UK, so yeah. There's only limits that these niggas will make me like, like yeah. see me suffer, right? Mm -hmm. At least Jews will send me like hundred pounds. <laughs> Do you understand? Like, mm -hmm. I'll I'll be floating around. So, bro, were your parents helping at the time? Helping out with it? What are you talking about? Helping what? Oh, they were like, they were like, yeah, yeah. So, so the December, <laughs> they were like, so, you better come to Nigeria and work at Access Bank. <laughs> no, no, not even that. My dad would always say the same thing he actually says today. I wish you the best, my son. Mm. You know, I wish you the best. My mom will give me the support financially sometimes, but not all the time because she, she doesn't work. She stopped working mm. a while ago, you know. So so really, this money thing, bro, was just winging it. Bro, I've been broke for most of my life. I literally just started seeing money properly maybe 2020 during the pandemic, Yeah, you know. But like before that, bro, like I never seen, seen like like maybe five thousand pounds in my account bro i never seen i only used to see hundreds bro i mean five pounds i never used to see like 3k bro i never like this why imagine imaginary figures in my mind do you understand no because that's, that's the thing like no matter how rich your parents are if you're especially if you're, i feel like if you're yoruba yeah if you're yoruba and your parents are educated and you're in school so, after after school fees has been paid, you're not seeing more than you're not seeing up to two yeah, in your account yeah. ever, unless you're a joke. Yeah. You understand? And even if, if you're getting pocket, if you're if you're fortunate to get pocket money, right? That oneself, based on inflation and how things are just costly. Yeah. Your money is no money anymore. Yeah, you understand? Exactly. Which I remember when my younger sister was trying to go to school. Hold on, is this AC making noise? No, no, it's good. Oh, wow, good. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna get AC for London now. I'm proud of you guys, man. Thanks, bro. You finally, cut off. you finally cut off. You finally cut off. 
Oh, bro. Yeah, but this heat in London is not the vibe, man. No, no, no. But you know what? No. You have 24 hour electricity to power the AC. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you know what? Oh, trenches, they don't. Oh, sorry about that. No, no, yeah, no. You know, you know, out here. Electricity. I'm trying to build. Anyway. I'm trying to build a new Nigeria. But continue, continue. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so let me just summarize the cut. The money I made for my cut was what I used to sustain me from like January to June. Because at that point in time, yeah, I knew we needed money, right? Yeah. Like we needed money. And then it wasn't like now where brands are coming to come and chat to Nigerian artists for like mm-hmm. deals and stuff. International brands as well, mm-hmm. bro. Before I knew it, yeah, I'd burnt my cash out. But by June. The lawyer that was working on behalf of us to like get this Sony songwriting deal mm-hmm. comes and says that oh yeah it's here. At that point in time, I think they were offering like two fifty k, bro. That was that was money to my ears then, bro. Like I had two fifty thousand pounds. I was like, Jesus, what? Guy out of passed out. Yeah, for songwriting as well, publishing though, a publishing deal. Yeah, bro. I was like, yes, we can go and invest in Ghana because then I knew Ghana was going to pop, bro. Before it popped, because obviously Shafiq is the president's son. Mm-hmm. And like he's telling me all this amazing stuff they're doing. So I'm like, man, I have to invest, blah, 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 bro. Also, like, I remember I was your, I think, yeah, we were, we were your my lawyers. My lawyer. You were we, my lawyer. We were, we were your lawyers at the time. So I think we stood to make about 20, it's 25K from it. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. So, bro, cut a long story short. Eh? That's how long story just said. I, I sent him the P. I said, oh, man, the P is here. You know, I said, ah, we have to talk. I said, bro, what's up? He said, man, you know, I don't think need management anymore. Blah, 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 blah. I said, okay, bro, fair enough. At least let's just try and do this deal. Bro, the deal fell. It didn't fall through. It just collapsed as a result of the relationship not even being anything anymore. Yeah. And bro, I entered my first ever and last ever depression, bro. Like, Amen. And the, yeah. And actually, that is when I now discovered God. Mm. You know, you know, you know, there's a, there's knowing and there's understanding. There's knowing that God exists, but then understanding is just the understanding. Understanding is different in the standpoint of application and reason. You feel me? When you when you know, it's it's fleeting because what you know can change, right? But when you understand, it's embedded within your 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 subconscious. You it's part of you, it's part of your everyday logic and how you exact. Move. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Everyday logic, right? So, bro, enter my depression, and literally, I just said, I said, God. I've lost everything now. Show me who you are, right? And if you do, I'll tell every like only it's only you people will know about. You understand? I challenge God. I advise everybody to do that if you're really, really frustrated. Just challenge God. And then, bro, I promise you, <clears throat> things started happening to me and for me in little, little ways that staying present allowed me to see. Mm. If your mind is not present and you're like struggling or you're suffering, you will keep struggling and suffering because you're not even where you are physically to see the things around you that can take you to your next step. Bro, the first thing that was brought to me that made this change was a book my sister gifted me. Mm -hmm. My sister gifted me a book called The Power of Now. And bro, I read that book and it changed my mindset. So the first thing I learned is in order for you to change, your mindset has to change. Sorry, in order for your life to change, your mindset has has to change. If you have a particular mindset right now, you will most likely be having the same results over and over and over and over again, even if you try different methods yeah. or what you think is different methods. Yeah. Because the mindset will still interpret whatever you interact with in a certain way. And if that is the case, then the default results will always happen. So even if, for example, all your life, every time you're angered, you, you express that anger. Do you understand? 
even if you have a new journey different from from the old journey and somebody makes you angry yeah. your default response will, will be that and then the default the default result will also be what you got in the past right yeah so it's like the mindset and approach to people first needs to change because people are the ones that facilitate destinies and bro, i just started understanding things differently from the standpoint of my why because that's another reason i felt before i i had something to prove because i was not shot on everywhere i went <laughs> like yeah. everywhere i went bro people used to shit on me in my mind i'm like i'm i'm brilliant than you i'm smarter than you like you have nothing in your head in comparison to me but now i've learned that it's not even about that bro because smart or wise or we're all going to die and turn to dust so mm. who gives a damn so what's it's it more about, about opinion, yeah what do you say what's it about in your opinion sorry no, you were about to say yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> what i what i learned now obviously with the clarity i have is this life is really about who you become that's all it's not about what you gain it's not about your accolades because bro Think about it from the accurate standpoint. People are so forgetful that even if you become the president of the world, the moment you're no longer that president, mm, yeah, people forget. Which is why outside validation is so stupid. Bro, because like, you don't live. What do you say? Bro, like literally, like today, if you ask a bunch of Gen Z guys who the founding fathers of Niger, they won't tell you. If you ask a bunch of American guys, like millennials, what FDR stands for, stands for, they won't tell you. Yeah. Yeah, like it's just. Names and achievements last, but even then, only so much. So much. You know, what so you, it's more about what you do for people, what your, like, legacy means. Yeah. You know? And that's just a reflection of who you have become. Yeah. Because because if you, if you go through this life and life doesn't go through you, then you never truly have substance or fulfillment. Because substance is the only thing that can allow for service. If you have nothing to give, then you are a useless individual, basically, <laughs> because no nobody can benefit anything from you, cognitively, yeah. tangibly, or intangibly, right? That's like, why, there's like, nothing yeah, to give. That's why, like, jobs like, you know, plumbers and electricians, they're so important, because, like... Very. Like, literally, like, every job should literally benefit, benefit society as we see it. Like, yeah. everything we do, yeah. Yeah, I agree, bro. Very I agree, important. because yeah. there's no... There's no Kobe Bryant said something beautiful. He said, dance in the box you are most comfortable in and make the dance as beautiful as possible. Mm. And we all have our own different boxes and no box is more special than their own different box. It's just that his own box is to be extremely ambitious in basketball and he's made he's made that dance as beautiful as possible. Mm. So everyone should just have their box that... And that box is just something that comes naturally and easy to you and just work on that consistently until it becomes something admirable, Right. What he was talking about from his own standpoint was how he his own box is how ambitious he is within the realm of basketball. But ultimately, doing that exposed who he was to himself. You understand? And developing that refines your state of being constantly, right? Which is why, even as I am right now, all I do with my interactions is ask myself, how could I have made that interaction better? You know? That's my reflective thing because... Whatever is meant for you will be for you, but the time at which you get it really depends on you. You know, the alignment factor is just knowing that God has all the good things in mind for you, but you have to align with those good things because there's a difference between what you like and what is good for you. <laughs> and I think, I think people don't understand that difference. No, a Drake, lot of people want. <laughs> Drake's dad said. Drake's dad said, um, 
Pac never tried to dance like Mike. Mike never tried to rap like Pac. Facts. No, yeah. facts. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. You, and and compressing is such is, is the thief of joy. It's like you're so busy looking at what another person has that you don't even realize the epic beast that you are. Yeah. You know. Okay, but so guess, going, going back to um, you know, um, so saying okay, um, let's free this pee and mm. your depression. What happened next? Yeah, so my sister gave me the book. I read the book, changed my mindset, and then, bro, I just started noticing things that I didn't notice before. All while going through like hardship, because, bro, I'll go to some places publicly, and people will tell me, "Guy, I say you steal from Nonso." Whoa! Oh, and I'm happy I have witnesses because this guy said it in public. So people were there to hear this. Whoa. No, bro, I said the things I've gone through, eh, not only me and my God, we know. And and bro, there's so many, obviously, you can imagine there's so many things I've skipped in terms of what people have done to me. Do you get? Yeah. Bro, I've been I've been jumped in a parking lot in a hotel before by people I thought that were my friends. Do you understand? What do you mean jumped? Like physically fought, like, do you understand? Like I'm fighting two men. <laughs> do you understand? What the f- yeah, yeah. Based on this music PO, nothing different. So, yeah. bro, like the things I've I've experienced, and it, it's one of the reasons why I'm calm now because I always tell people I'm calm for your sake. Do you get? Because mm-hmm. the person I have to fight every day to be this person is a de- it, 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 he's a beast. Do you understand? He's stronger what I'm than because the two niggas in the parking lot. Do you understand? It's it's resentment, it's anger, it's frustration, it's payback, it's so many things. I have to deal with all of these emotions. I'm like, you know what? I have to rise above this because at the end of the day. Who does he benefit? I would still feel shit if I give this energy out. Mm. But I have to fight that monster every day, bro. Because, like I said, I've been broke more than I've been rich. You understand? Mm-hmm. So, it's more prominent than my suffering. And, 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 you know, the other day I was thinking to myself, why is it that people focus so easily on the bad, even if they're happy things to focus on? And I, when I got the answer, bro, it was kind of like spine chilling. It's kind of like this. You can be absolutely dead, but there's only so much happiness you can have. Mm. You understand? Yeah. So there's an absolute death that is so prominent in our psyche that it's easy to focus on because it leads to that. Mm. But the happiness is limiting. You understand? It's like, how happy do you want to be happy even if you get $10 million? Yeah. It's still a limit. It's like, oh, all right, $10 million, and then you spend $1 and it's no longer $10 million. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but because there's something like absolute death it's like, oh, that's easy to focus on mm. because we know that it's total. You get? So, so these are the things that, and it's only these kind of life journeys that can teach you these things. Mm. You understand? It's not by reading it in a book or it's hearing just somebody like say it. Living that shit, bro. Having yeah, it, you, like, you, doing stuff. Exactly. You know, just like life, like life, life. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, like so real life. Between like that, okay. So, what was the journey like finding terms and all of that? What was that like? What was this? That, bro, that was, you know, when they say God ordained. So, at this point in time, I started a production company with with a friend of mine at the time called Zamani, right? Zamani. I left the music industry for context. <laughs> so, I moved back to Nigeria, obviously, because not so I left. And this is like 2018. Moved back to Nigeria. I'm just, then I see Zamani's work. No, I had worked with Zamani with Nonso previously mm-hmm. for an ad for MTV base, right? Like he did everything. I loved it. And I remembered him. I was like, yo, let me reach out to this guy. And I was like, bro, look, come to Lagos, right? And come and just live with me. Bro, Zamani lived with me for two years, right? Mm-hmm. In my house, like my family house, right? He became basically like my my little brother. Yeah. And we just started shooting content from banks, bro, mostly banks. And bro, I was making some money, like, 
I mean, then what I thought was money, like two M naira. And I'm like, ah man, niggas ain't seeing this money in a year. Blah 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 blah. And we're getting it all at once. We're gas, bro. We use, you know, we made so much money. We traveled to Dubai, bro. I had never traveled to another country like based off me like oh, paying for time. the ticket yeah, and, and yeah. paying for the hotel. I'd never done any of that, bro. So I was working, working, and by this time I was also developing myself. I had become love, literally. I was like, man. Forget what society has done to me. I'm just going to live with love. And love took me to a place. That's like where Diddy is. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, yes. But, <laughs> but I think it's, it's relatively different. Take that, take that, take that. Yeah, yeah. Diddy, Diddy. <laughs> Diddy, shout out Diddy. I had a very interest, interesting conversation with him, like when I was in LA. Bro, all these, but, um, well, you know, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Oh, my life now, bro, is some movie, man. It's yeah. crazy. But, um, yeah, so what happened was uh, two friends of mine came from LA, right? This is like early 2019 now. I did so much with GTB in 2018, entered the new year happy and really optimistic, but having no clue what it's going to be like. Yeah. So two of my friends tell me they're coming to Nigeria. They've never been to Nigeria. So I connect them with one of my friends. Um, she, Her uncle owned a house in Banana. They stayed in that house, you know. So one random, you know, I just used to drive them around, show them around. You know, I was they're my they're my friends. They are mm-hmm. big producers in LA, but as well because obviously I'd worked with them, so I met so many people as well. I'd created a lot of like relationships. You know, Wiz as well. Yeah. At this point in time, me and Wiz actually had a relationship. You know, so what now happens is I go to their session because they had a session at night, right? They are called a bunch of artists, right? And then I walk into the room with Suya because this is me thinking, ah man, I'm going to surprise these people because they didn't even know I was coming. Yeah. You know, I just said, let me, let me surprise him. So, so I entered the place. I have this suya. But bro, I'm realizing that the vibe in the house is just different. Like everyone is just like, it's off, you know. Mm-hmm. And then one of the producers, because they are a producer duo, shout out Sons of Sonic, right? Mm-hmm. One of them comes down and is like, just frustrated. I'm like, ah, bro, what's up, man? It's like, bro, there's this girl that has just been saying no to every single thing that I've played. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, man. Like, she's it's even annoying me, man. I'm like, ah, like, you know, he was complaining. I was like, in my mind, I was like, this just sounds like somebody that knows exactly what they want. Because for me, at this point in time, there's nothing I hadn't been through mm-hmm. to hear what was not being said. Yeah. You understand? Because that's another skill you have to learn. Hear what is not being said. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So once I once I once I listened to her, I was like, Can I talk to her? Turns out I was tempted. At this point in time, I had context to her. Like I'd heard Mr. Rebel, I'd seen Lukuluk, I'd heard Lukuluku, and I used to watch her covers on her on her Instagram. I really liked that. This was when I used to manage Nonsu. Yeah. Well, so, so what year? What year is this? Just to work. This this 2019. Okay. Yeah, this 2019. So what happened was um, I I said, Kuyo, can we speak? So we go to the balcony, bro. Balconies are so prominent in my life. They're like staple points. Amazing things have happened with balcony conversations. Mm-hmm. So I'm speaking to Terrence, speaking to Terrence, bro, before we leave, we speak for like an hour and like 30 something minutes, bro, just chatting, bro. And then at the end of the conversation, well, she made me realize this in the future. Apparently what I said was, oh, you're just looking for a home. Like you're just looking for a home in this crazy Lagos. I'm like, look, come to my house anytime, come and chill with me anytime, just hang, you know? Yeah. Mind you, at this time, I'm not in the music industry, like I'm out, yeah, right? Yeah. So Thames and I chill, bro, for like a month and a bit straight, bro. She'll come to my house, we'll chill, we'll vibe. Sometimes I do my podcast. Yeah. She's there sitting down, you know. 
a whole bunch of people met her as well. Sheryl would never come see her just chilling, eating suya, watching anime. You know, she became the only girl around my cousins and my few of my friends because I didn't have, a, I still don't have a lot of friends. I have a lot of acquaintances, people I know, but not friends, people that I can cry with. You get So, how much anime I, does Thames watch? Thames is an anime beast. Oh. Beast, like more than me. That's interesting. Like, I thought, you're, I, you're, I thought I was, I thought, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I thought but she's an anime beast. Do you understand? Quick one, she, have, you seen, con- have you seen Jujutsu Kaisen? Yeah, of course, man. Why are you doing like this now, bro? <laughs> Sorry, that's just why are you doing like this now? I'm, I'm reading, you, the that's manga, very I'm reading the manga right now. It's just so good, bro. But like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. started one called Overlord. Is it good? Because I've been seeing it. I don't know. Years. I've been hearing it's good. I don't know what to expect. I'm just trying to be optimistic. I'm watching Spy Family right now. Have you seen that? Yeah, I try to get into it. It's not my kind of thing. It's not yeah, my kind it's of story not my kind of thing either. But like, it's funny, man. It's kind of funny. But I, it's I, funny, yeah. But I need, I need, I like anime for, um, blood. I need to be sucked. No, no, no. I just need something that sucks me into the world. Mm, you get. Mm, mm, and Spy Family can't suck me into the world because it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's, like so. It's, no, it's funny, but it's also like kind of ridiculous. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. So like, you can't suck me with ridiculousness. You want some world but, building? What? You want some world building? do you understand yeah, like yeah. um I, I don't know if you watch code guys yeah 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 of course of course <sighs> bro code guys death note attack on titan naruto mm. um hunter x hunter no hunter bro look, look, hunter hunter is crazy I was, bro, i'm, I'm going to watch it again actually you know i'm sleeping if you if you use netflix on your laptop and you change your vpn to taiwan you can watch the whole thing there I have country bro. I can't. Oh, you have country rule. Nah, have ah, bro. Yeah, nah. Give me your password after this. Nah, I got you, bro. I got you. I'll actually <laughs> give it to you. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll actually give that password out to most people. Uh, the country rule I hear this. Don't be annoyed. Yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry, country rule. <laughs> uh, you know, so, we prefer it to formation. So you know what? Take that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what? What now? So yeah, sometimes it's just in your crib watching anime, chilling, vibing. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, now um. Next thing, bro, she asks me, you know, what's chilling? We've we'll become very good friends. And then she asks me to manage her. And I say, okay, give me some time. So I had to go back home, think about it. I spoke to Zamani. And at that point in time, bro, Zamani was just not fucking with Thames on any level. Like on a friendship level, he he knew he, he liked her talents, but he just didn't understand her. So he didn't like her, right? Mm-hmm. I feel people don't like what they don't understand. If you take your time to understand it, then you can see the beauty in it, right? Yeah. So, you know, and I knew I needed someone to be shooting content around my artist because, I mean, bruv, do you get? Yeah. And I also knew I needed a co-manager. So let me rewind. When I came back tonight, I still tried the music thing, but I knew I needed someone that had content, that could shoot content. I needed a co-manager and I needed the, the artist. And I tried to assemble that myself. So I brought Zamani. Um, I called Jess Finesse. Shout out Jess. That's my darling. And then Wani. Yeah. But when I told Wani the percentage I wanted and he said he can't give me that, I didn't realize that, oh, okay, he actually doesn't value me, mm. you know? Because for you to to hold on to 100% of what you have, which is zero, and I'm telling you that your 80% will be worth more than this 100% that what, what you currently have. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with artists. Like, I'm just like, I'm done with artists. So, side this production thing, focus on that with, with Zamani and that was a wrap. By the way, I don't take any offense. This is just yeah, what happened. Right? Happened, that, yeah. One is still my, my nigga, so. One is my nigga, too. He's yeah, facts. I love his music. I love his person. He's a big fan of this podcast. Like, we're, we're going to have him on this year. Oh, at some point. Yeah, That's yeah, cool. Okay. That's good. So, hold on one sec. I'm on podcast. I'm podcasting. Yeah. So, um, what's it called? 
Yeah. You can take that out now, Abby. Yeah, oh, you can't even leave it. I don't even care. Yeah, so yeah. So um, I was like, yeah, I'm done. So when when Thames asked me and I spoke to Zamani and he wasn't on it, I was like, ah, my boy's not on it, but I really want to manage this girl. I was like, man, I can't make this work like this. So I went to, I told her to meet me at Hansa Rene. Hansa Rene is a very important place for Thames and I. So I went there and um, I told her, no, bro, the look on her face broke my heart. But she just started crying. And I've never seen an artist cry because I tell them no. Yeah. But it more even if like what's even more important is I never I've never felt pain telling somebody no. Yeah. You knew it was bro, the wrong I, decision. As bro, as I, said <laughs> immediately I said, I said please wait. I said I said no no I, I literally bro I just told her I just told her I said please wait. I'm gonna I said just wait. Just wait just wait just wait. Please give me time. I'll come back and answer you. So then, no, I, it's bro, not I, like I can't manage. I need to manage myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so I went and I spoke to my mom, bro. My mom, you know when you, you know mothers there, bro. They have the vision. Mm. They have it, bro. Mm. It's because they carried us for nine months. Yeah, big picture. First thing, first thing she said was, "Is it because she's a woman?" Oh. It, it rocked oh. my world. I was like, "No, no, no. It has nothing to do with that. It's, it's just you know, Zamani, da da da." She said, "Me manage that girl." I said, mom, I want to say you must. I said, okay. <laughs> she said you, I you have that. to. Yeah, 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 I have to. Because, bro, I, I knew, bro, I knew, not I thought, I knew Thames was a global superstar. Mm. I just knew that the trenches devalued her in a way that was so annoying. And they still do to today, bro. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. And I'll, I'll give you context to, to how this story has played out. I called Thames to my house. And I'm like, let's do this shit. So play me something, bro. She played me, try me. Play me a bunch of records. Now told me that Jameson had shot the video for try me for her i said let's go to all the tv stations now because yeah because at the end of the day this record is about to drop right mm. let's push it well bro took the record to tv sorry took the video to tv introduced them as my artist yeah. introduced her as my artist blah 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 then there was one time i was feeling the former ITV base yeah Thames now holds me she says move i've had deja vu about this before i looked at her i said eh. say yes i've seen this before wait like what was you're writing something by mtv base and i said don't worry it means we're doing the right thing so continue <laughs> I like then that. eventually she now goes so Mira, there's something i wanted to talk to you about i'm like what she said how do you feel about having like someone to co-manage me with you bro is this not good literally after you, after all you my... like you needed a co-manager yeah, 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 yeah. Jonas, bro I, was, I just looked at her i'm like of course i said i can't do this alone no. like for where I feel you can be. I can't do this alone. I said, well, there's someone that's been helping me, you know, for a while. You know, his name is Wally. I said, show them. She said, yes. I said, please, yes. Because I had worked with Wally with Nonso before. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cool. Cause a long story short, bro. Even that, we had to work his logistics. Because, bro, I told you my reputation in Nigeria in the music industry was bad. Yeah. Like, bro, people were spoiling my and bro, do you know what's crazy? I've been in London for eight years. I had not stepped foot into the Nigerian music thing. But my name had spread, and as a result of Nonso um, leaving me, it had just gone towards like everything mm. bad. Do you understand? Mm. So even while he was unsure, yeah. he was like, ah, "Are you sure?" Thames was. That's why I brought Thames. I carry her on my back. Thames was the only one that believed in me, bro. That's like I'm telling you for a fact. That's She's crazy. the only one that saw me and said, "He's the guy." That's crazy. She's the only, like because, like I said, bro, the things we used to speak about were so deep and real. That, and she had been around too, bro. Nobody, like, she had spoken to, there was the many times she had spoken to Maven, do you understand? Like, she tried her best to actually do this music thing 
So it was basically you guys are the only ones who believed in each other. Basically, yeah. basically, people tried to change her sound, bro. Do you understand? That was what that session was. You know, played some Afrobeat stuff. But bro, I believed in her music because it made me feel something. And for me, I know the difference between hits and classics is heart and soul. And nobody was giving me heart and soul, bro, other than non soul. Do you understand? So for me, it's like, um, I don't care, man. We're gonna oil it. We're gonna we're gonna use this content P and pour the oil. Do you understand? Okay, now um quick interlude. Let's explain mm. oiling. To, oh, the, to the world so so oiling first of all they call me the oilist because i be pouring it by the grace of god you understand pouring that oil and oiling basically just means to make things look seamless simple you understand it's like you know when you oil things right yeah whether it's um you can use it for lubrication you can use it for shining you can like, use it, you know like those sliding doors when they're getting a little too hard to slide yeah you have to pour oil to make it smooth Bro, i was already I was, on a, I was on a Twitter live and there was just like it was literally like hundreds of Gen Z kids and oh I was just trying goodness. I was just that must have been a party guy I was just trying to overhear what they were yelling about and first of all they were all speaking pigeon and yeah. it was so funny so at some point someone is talking and he opens the door and it just makes this loud creak and someone is just you know that guy is just like pissed off and it's like bro oil your door man what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> is it oil on God, you oh your fucking job. oh my goodness bro that is hilarious okay so you uh, as the oilist what does that entail for work it's in everything it's in your videos it's in your photos it's in your performances it's in everything it's making everything look sound clean and crisp you know as clean and, and crisp as you imagined it when you were yeah do you understand so sometimes if you take a sick picture like, ah, that's oiled you know mm-hmm. if you do a sick music video ah, that's oiled if, if it's not sick it's that uh, it's not oiled yeah, you know, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. It's you and then obviously yeah with the dynamic of the word oil i've added so many other things like pour you know you have to yeah, pour the yeah, oil yeah. you know you I call myself a porist as well an yeah. oilist and a porist <laughs> so you know it's just different terms i just freestyle it and and bro it's 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 taking a life of its own. There was one random day I went to the beach with like like Thames and Sarah. Sarah's an AR now, shout out Sarah. And then literally I just heard someone scream by the corner, oil it. I'm, I'm I said I, I said, You guys, you guys just said that. She was like, Yep. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Then, you know? You know something that happens to me now? Well. Um, I went to Zoya two weeks ago. Before that, I hadn't been to Zoya this year. Mm. And as I'm walking in one of the thoughts is just like TMT Alpha now. And I'm just like, nigga, nigga, How what? the hell do you know? What? Because I don't, yeah. I, you know, I, go, I don't go out like that. I go to like, yeah, house it's parties. bizarre. Yeah, it's just, it was so weird. Yeah. Ugh. It's not the same as earlier. You know, no, I mean, bro, when last I was in night recently, I went to go and buy some stuff at the store. The guy that was serving me, like helping me, was like, yeah. don't I want? I said, huh? <laughs> I said, how do you know who I am? He said, ah, you be boss now. Why they do like this? I said, what? <laughs> I didn't. Bro, my, that's my favorite thing about interacting with local guys. When you're like surprised, they're always like, "Bro, why are you surprised? Ship up, man. Say, What's wrong with you?" You understand? Like, don't you know who you are? I'm like, I really don't, because I just stay in my work, isn't it? So, yeah. Well, yeah. So, yeah. so, because long story short, bro, decided to work with Terms. We did the whole try me campaign. Oh yeah, obviously spoke about Wally. We worked it together, mm-hmm. and bro, we started working as leading vibe. You know, that's leading vibe. The three of us, right? Yeah. So, we started that's, moving. That's the moving, group moving. within the group. Eh? That's the group within the group, Leading Vibe. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the group within group. Obviously, Leading Vibe has expanded to be so many 
it's a big company now because we have so many partners and so many people work with us and so many people work for us. Yeah. So it's like an amazing experience. Yeah. But it's growth, isn't it? It's understanding that it takes a village, literally, because yeah. the aim is to make Leading Vibe a parent company to so many other things, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's just establishing the brand. So And everything is trademarked and, yeah, it tries yeah, to become yeah. a suyo. Yeah, it's done. It's done out here for you, man. I mean, you, you, don't yeah. have, you don't have to explain the musical journey because, I mean, I guess there's internal stuff that only you, Wally, and Thames have seen. But, mm -hmm. like... We don't want to ruin it because I like the I like the glamour. The, the glamour it has story. to be that way. Yeah, I would. I, I mean, I can I will only tell you what I feel you can know as yeah. a result of what you've seen. Yeah. So I, all I would do is just give you context of what you've seen. Okay. In terms of yeah, <laughs> yeah talk. No, no, I was, I was, no. In terms of what? But in terms of like things that are currently going on now, or yeah. like you know deeper things. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's for the yeah. team. That's for the squad. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's quickly talk about. Um, you know the people you've met, the the places you've been, you, the people you've seen. Like, I want mm. to know what meeting Drake was like. I still remember that day like it was yesterday, bro. So, first of all, uh, Drake is um, Drake is something else, bro. We were all staying in one yard before when we got to Nelly, right, bro? Drake just was like, "Yo, like, let me put you guys in a different spot, bro." We basically put us in some mansion type villa that had like this mexican vibe yeah, yeah. for like three weeks yeah and then <laughs> the guy only visited us once <laughs> you paid for the whole in that thing. space yeah like he only like other times i met him at like the oscars parties and stuff like that yeah i think he him and thames also like went to go and chill like they went bowling and stuff but mm -hmm. for like when me and him actually linked mm -hmm. um we were in the house and then sarah tells me oh I get a call from Sarah because I'm in my room. She's like, yo, Drake is here. So I come down here and the first person I actually see is his bodyguard, right? Yeah. Bro, big, bald-headed tats all over his head and face. I'm like, damn. Yeah. And then coming down the stairs, I then see Drake. Then I shake him. I'm like, yo, what's good, bro? Then he goes, love, man. I'm good, man. How are you? I was like, what's your name? I was like, Muiwa. I was like, don't worry, I already know who you are. Then we look, like I'm looking at him. So when I say I already know who you are, he laughs. And then I'm looking at him. I'm like, bro, I can't believe you're here. <laughs> then I just walk away. Then he now laughs. So as I'm walking away, he says, yo, bro, do you want anything to drink? I'm like, oh, actually, yeah. Uh, do you have like, I said, what do you have? He said he has Don Julio. Wait, but I'm he's like, the one visiting you, by the way. I know, it's crazy, yeah. <laughs> I love that he's the yeah. one visiting you guys. But like, yeah, he's yeah. the one asking you guys what you want to drink. <laughs> Bro, he's he, that's Drake, bro. Drake is just something else. But at the end of the day, the yard we were in, like he's the one that patterned it for us, you understand? Know, fair, fair, fair. So for bro, and not just us, bro, because even the convos we had, he was talking about how you know the guys that own Coinbase. Yeah. He put them in a crib, right? Just oh, you're my boys, you come and stay in LA. And the types of conversations they were having, right, was blowing my mind. Talking about Oh, we want to buy the Phoenix Suns, <laughs> like Jesus Christ. And that's why LA is a deep place, bro, because you see that thing they call imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. It really happens when you rush the process. <laughs> when you rush the process, my brother, you get there and you you just feel so unequipped. Yeah. But the problem is I wasn't looking into myself. Yeah. I didn't know that everything I'd experienced, I'd experienced before in a different way. You understand? Mm -hmm. Because now it's Drake. But also, it so, must be different when you have a team and like you're you're, you're thinking about protecting them, and everyone's thinking about not, like, yeah. 
it's, it's it's not even that because you know you do have your individual conversations that have nothing to do with your team you're just talking i mean somebody telling me they want to buy the phoenix Suns has nothing to do with anything other than yeah, just yeah. casual conversations like, yeah. but if i'm not a billionaire how do i keep up with this conversation because you need to understand it's like it's like when i'm talking to people and i'm casually name dropping for me i'm not really thinking about them as celebrities do you understand because they are not celebrities to me. Do you understand? They are people that I work with or want to work with us, yeah. right? But to others, it's like, oh, this one because you don't see Drake now. You're, you understand? You can't. You can't relate. Mm. You get. So you take that to a higher level where it's like you are talking money and the things they are doing with money. Because yeah. first of all, people don't are not even comfortable talking with money. Nine out of ten times, because people don't have are not comfortable with the amount they have. Rather, right? Yeah. Then you now. So there's that aspect of things. You're not hearing what people that have money, that have fame, that have power are doing. Bro, of course you're going to have imposter syndrome. It's like, who, you're like, it's like me being on the fly on the wall with Wiz again. Do you understand? Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's like that. You understand? But bro, thank God, yeah, because at least, that's why it's good to just know a little about everything. At least I watch basketball. Mm. So from that standpoint, they were even surprised that I knew so much. Like, you're from where again? I'm like, Lagos, Nigeria. I'm like, you guys, you know some, I'm like, well, I'm interested in, in things that I, that I know, so yeah. hey, so I can keep up in the conversation. Yeah. But he didn't come alone. He came with a guy called Simon. You know me, Simon, Tam, Sarah, um, Kayla, Quincy, all of us what were just having dinner. Oh, Kayla, shout out Kayla, head of marketing. Yeah. Um, Quincy, uh, well, Quincy no longer works with us. She's now in Def Jam. Okay. And then um, shout out Quincy though. That's that's family. And Sarah, that's A and R. So all of us are just vibing and Wait, just no, and Was stuff. Wally there from? No, no, Wally wasn't around. Okay, no. okay, okay. Wally had to go. Where did Wally had? Wally had to go somewhere. Can't remember. Wally is crazy because Wally dropped the best. Um, uh, uh, Mi has an album with Nas on it, and Wally dropped my favorite verse on the album. So show them, show them on the album. Yeah, well, just is it? No, 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 no. I'm conflating albums. Wally was on um, the Native album, and he dropped the best. Okay, he dropped the best rap verse on the Native album. And that native album had Mo, it had Mojo on it. It had Dio. Wow. I think Mojo is wow. the best rapper in Nigeria, by the way. Uh, bro, so so speaking about Mojo, yeah. Yeah. You know, I went to university with him. What? Yeah, he was in Nottingham. He was what? my younger in Nottingham. I yeah, so was, I've known Mojo. Okay, I thought, I've known Mojo. I thought he was homegrown. That's crazy. <laughs> uh bro, that's 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 how you know Risha is a deep guy because yeah, he's a deep guy. He's always been like that, even outside the trenches. Yeah. Like Mojo is not like that's him. Bro, his his rap ability is honestly insane. I, f I, f I feel Nairamali should have signed him time ago. Yeah. Honestly speaking. I feel I feel what Mojo would have become. But maybe they are too similar as well. So that could that I don't could think they're similar be. enough. I think it would I, have worked. I don't I, I personally don't feel so, but I think Nigerian consumers are very Yeah. They like to conflict. You know, we like to conflict. Yeah, we we, we yeah. consume in a shallow manner. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Cause of mass consumption, though. I think it's, I think it's just people in general. Funny, funny enough, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just people right. in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe you're right. Okay, so yeah, so Drake was cool. Yeah. Drake was cool. Oh, so yeah, so 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 ah, it's not over, bro. There was oh, a whole day. Okay. So we child, we went outside, we played music, bro. Now what's crazy is Drake and Thugger have a song out, right? I can't remember the name of the song. But bro, Drake played us that record. It's like, yo, should, do you think do you think I should hop on the record? He was asking us his opinion if we should jump on his wrong talk. I was like, had I mean, he done a verse do what you want, it? man. Eh? Had he done a verse on it yet? He hadn't done the verse yet. 
oh, but he played the song without his verse. So, okay. but like maybe a week after the song drops, and then I'm like, oh, this guy actually still did the record, you know. Yeah. But we spoke, we chilled, but we, we actually bonded. Like it was a vibe. It was cool, you know. So, yeah. so that was Drake. You know, I've met bro. I've met so many artists though, like so many. Ooh. I remember meeting Black too. Black Black is an amazing individual. No, Black, Black is dope. Black is signed to um, the same guys that signed Santi, right? Um, yeah, LVR and those are my people too. Shout out Tunde. Yeah, 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 man. Tunde, yeah. bro, that's cool. another thing. Like, yeah. I feel in the industry, there's so many executives here that are like that need to be known. Like, I know, dude. Because I, I really want to get those guys on the pod because they are funny <laughs> and they have so bro, many they're, stories. They're, bro, they're the movers and shakers. Like the executives here, bro. They're the decision makers. Do mm-hmm. you understand? Like, mm-hmm. like how would I put it? The art attracts the fans, right? Mm-hmm. But the story that is ultimately being told boils down to the executive because artists need to trust the people around them to steer them so that they can focus on music. No, those guys are the writers, it, yeah. What do you say? They're the writers of the story. Do you understand? Do you understand? Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I met um Billy Eilish's manager as well during a dinner and Was it her we're mom? talking about <laughs> eh? Was it no, her no, mom? no 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 it's not her mom. Yeah. It's a guy. Okay. And um we're talking about this in a similar capacity where it's like us executives here, yeah, we do so much work behind the scenes to the point that even the artist is unaware of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the artist doesn't even know. They, they, it just happens. Because there's just, like, oh, okay. there has to be stuff that you have to protect them from, right? Of course, the yeah. business, bro. The business, I mean, the, the, be aware of the intricates of the business. Yeah. But don't necessarily involve them in like things like negotiations or ugly parts. What people are saying, or you know, you don't want to cloud their mind with things that will distract them or make them feel less yeah. of themselves. Because bro, every conversation is a mini war. Mm. <laughs> you know, especially when people want something from you and you want something from them and you're protecting what's yours, they're protecting what's theirs. Yeah. It always helps to have leverage though, because at the end of the day, if you do have leverage, it's like it's either you come correct or just go home. Yeah. Yeah, you know, bro. Every week I have to increase Thames's booking fee. Every week, because <laughs> people, I'm seeing that people have the money, yeah. and it's six figures, bro. It's not even, it's not six figures in dollars. Right, you so, get. so, so let's play a little game. I'm going to just name a bunch of celebrities, and if Thames, uh, if you, if if leading vibe have met them, say yeah, yes, any of us, no. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, cool. All right, Bill Clinton. Yes or no? Yes or no? No, bro. Erica Badu. <laughs> no. Um, Jason Stigler. Okay, are you saying are you saying visiting or reached out? Just like interacted with interactions. Okay, yeah. so for context, uh, let me just say there's probably no American artist that is in terms of DMs. Probably none. I, yeah. I I I guarantee I can find the one artist that is not that is not. Can try. Um, but when I when Ken, Kendrick only follows sixteen four people, he follows times. Fair. Okay. <laughs> Ken, how, yes, I, how about um, Gucci Mane? Okay, no. Gucci Mane does what? Does he still do? Easy. Does he still do music? Actually, actually, let me check if he follows. I, I, oh I don't know, God, you know. Do not kill me, guy. Just let me have no. this one. Don't check. Don't check. No, I will. I mean, <laughs> what's his Gucci man? I'm on my laptop. So oh God, Young Guap. <laughs> Wait, what's his? Is it Young Guap? It's Guap. or something. I don't know. Okay, Guap. No, I'm, I don't know his handle, but it's not. Maybe they shadow banned him. They might have shadow banned him. Shadow. Um, how about? I know Quavo. Quavo probably has DM'd the Amigos. Well, um, I think Offset has. Yeah. Okay. See. I think Offset has. I yeah. think I, th- I feel like one Gucci, one 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 uh, Migos can represent the whole team. Okay. Yeah. Let me keep naming Diana Ross. 
No. Guys, first of all, these are names I never even thought of that were actually... No, I don't know. Diana Ross, no, bro. Um, but go, turn that off. Okay, 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 let, let me try and do more mainstream, guys. Uh, let me okay. see. Uh, uh, in her DMs that she has a relationship with. Does she have one with Santi? She must, right? I mean, they, they know each, they know each other. Yeah, they know. They I don't think they have. They don't have a relationship. Just based on being on the circuit and like me. Yeah, and just like yo, what's up, what's up, kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's how most relationships are, though. In the it music must be like your colleagues. Your colleagues. <laughs> yeah, we're colleagues, and and that's why it's like when people try and compare or group artists. I'm like, these are all individuals that are just living their lives. Yeah. Like, it is not as if there's group group chat of all artists. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> You know, that's like a Mount Olympus. Just Mount Olympus. Do you understand, (laughs) bro? Just tired, man. You know, people people are draining when you think about the way they think about things. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's funny still. Um, what's the since you guys blow up? What's the weirdest thing you've all spent money on? You you can you can just do yourself in terms. What you guys think is the weirdest thing you spent money on? Funniest weirdest. Weirdest. Yeah. I mean. I know for yourself, you don't have to think too far, cause yeah, cause I first of all, I don't even buy too many things, bro. To be honest, I buy things I want, need rather more than want. Times I've bought like so many. There's this, so there are these hats here that Times bought, bro. I've never seen this type of hats before. They are, I can't even describe them. Literally, has she launched them yet? No, she she's launched one of them, okay. the green one, <laughs> but she has a red one as well. But these hats are, they're so. Bodge wears the smaller version of these hats. Are they like bucket it's hats, like, but furry? Yeah, they are meant to be uh, furry bucket hats, but they're not bucket hats. They're like they, you can twist the shapes of the hats. Do you oh. understand? Like it's 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 crazy. Like, like like Luffy's hat, like the straw hat. Something? No, it's not a straw hat, it's but a straw like hat. Luffy's hat. Yeah, like Luffy's hat. But this is bigger. It's bigger though. Okay. Bigger and the brim, it's bigger. The brim it's, is it's, it's like an umbrella on your head. Basically. It's a massive <laughs> hat, bro. Trust me, she has it, yeah. Okay. And it fits her because I, and that's why I feel it's strange because I don't think just anybody can pull that off. Bro. Yeah, you feel me? It fits her. That so that's one thing. How about you? What's the uh, best thing you spend money on, bro? I'm trying to think. Okay, like a book, a toy, a um, I don't know. I mean, I just, I mean, I just bought this camera. No, it's not weird though. It's not um, weird to buy a camera, bro. Yeah, I mean, bro, what, what do I really? I don't, bro. Most of my money, it just sits in my account. I like tech things, so like yeah. PS5, MacBook, cameras, mm, mics, mm. you know. I'm not really... You like things you can use, basically. Yeah, basically. I like utility. Yeah. I think maybe... How about Wally? Maybe something. Is anything though? Wally is the same. You know, Wally is even a family man. You know, we're very simple guys, bro. Like, I can't... I'm not... Shh, bro, you know me already, man. Is Wally we're man? Very... Yeah, he is. That's very interesting, man. Yeah, man, he is. I can't wait to announce all the girls on my timeline that are thirsting over him. Uh, bro, I think they know. If they're thirsting over him, they definitely know. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, it was on on Instablog. Oh, fair enough. Uh, He choke. Don't worry. Yeah, he (laughs) choke. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, but that's Wally. um, What are you planning next, man? Give Give me an insight to your next couple of moves. Yeah, man. I mean... I can't tell you my next couple of moves, bro, because we're on a podcast. Tell me exactly <laughs> what you're planning in the next four days, or I would delete. I will. Have I can. I can thing. just. Yeah. And the only thing I can tell you is we're working on an album. Okay. Um, that's like, that's like pivotal for us right now. I feel, yeah. in terms of all the externalities outside of music, there's nothing we haven't covered. 
And it's very glaring because Thames's songs are doing so well in the markets that we focus on, which mm-hmm. is America and the UK. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. It's kind all of over scary. The world. Like, you know, I was saying it like when you posted um, the songs that were climbing the charts recently, you know, the, the ones from her last EP. Yeah. And if Orange was a place. And mm. dude, like, it's a couple of songs there that she produced herself, and I'm just like, who is this babe? What is this team? Yeah, even her first EP, she produced all of it herself, apart from Damages. Is she self-taught as a producer? Yeah, she taught herself. Yeah, she taught herself. That's why the publishing is stupid. It must be the dumb. sync licensing is stupid. Mm. The, the 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 leverage you have when having conversations yeah. stupid. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I would always encourage artists to learn how to produce. In, like when I tweeted once that Thames produced a lot of this herself, someone mm. me- someone messaged. Well, she replied and she was like, "Oh yeah, but I heard that if you're an artist and you're a producer and you produce the song, it doesn't really take away your art." I'm like, "Are you crazy, bro? You know, you, you know crazy? another thing. So here's my thing about Twitter and people that speak about music on Twitter. They don't know anything. Are you crazy? They are, they are literally they are literally speaking." from a fan's perspective yeah. and a fan's perspective is so far off from the reality that they don't even realize that the things that you're commenting on is intentional from the artist for you to comment on so you in your mind think you're making some sort of discovery you have been programmed you don't even know you're in the program and that. that's twi- so that's why that's why most times here yeah, artists laugh so umali and victoni Twitter is one thing, in real life is a different thing. Of and course, the cruise is on Twitter, not on them, because they are just in on the phone. Yeah. That's why at the end of the day, they just went to each other. Because bro, they work with the same producers, they work in the same studio. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they've known each other even before they blew. Do you understand? Yeah, 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 just from yeah. So for me, it's like, oh, you guys think you're having gist and phone, but the joke is always like the joke is always on the fans. And I don't know how to tell them in a way that is real enough. No, you can't them. tell but them. That, it's like telling a child that Santa Claus is not real. It's not real. Yeah, do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and and what is so hilarious is these people you're speaking about are no different from you. Mm. They had a dream. You have a dream. The only difference is one is literally taking steps to get to their dream and you are not focusing on your dream. You're focusing on them. So already the unless, joke is on you. Unless your dream is to comment about Thames' life, then yeah, you made it. Okay, yeah, I mean that, that one too. Yeah, easy, easy. But, well but, done, man. How, uh, by the, the way, if your dream is to comment on celebs on Twitter, then well done. Yeah, easy. Yeah, good. Yeah, good, man. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think the word is called professional fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are professional fans now. Oh, it's actually a thing. I think there's one guy called Daniel something. Um, um, root, root, the guy with the weird picture. Yeah, um, what's funny looking guy. Yeah. Funny looking dude, man. He looks like, a, like yeah. an elf. Um, yeah, um, his name is Daniel. I know that. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel. Because, yeah, I can't remember. His and and and, and yeah. he he critiques like he critiques on almost everything. Like that. just really weird um, comments. Like I remember he, he he I sent it to you. Oh my god, I sent it to you. That's right? how I actually like found out about him. <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, you bring a lot of nonsense. To yeah, me, that's my but, job, bro. Like we're friends. Yeah, you know, that's cool, bro. To, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at someone has to. But I remember someone has I think, to make me aware of what's going on in these Twitter streets. <laughs> what was what was his tweet again? He Bro, said, I can't remember. Oh, good. I, no, I can't find it. I can't find it. Yeah, I found yeah. it. His name is Daniel Rega. Okay. And he tweeted, I'm going to just read his tweet verbatim. Okay. And I'm, please, going, I'm going to do what I imagine his voice sounds like. Thames <laughs> is doing well as an up and comer in the music industry. 
and sounds great in the soundtrack of Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. <laughs> but I hope she doesn't lose herself while associating with these global stars, those brands, because this is how celebs work for the Illuminati. Without God. them knowing. The, the Illuminati, bro. Bro, so let's start, let's start there. Does he know that Illuminati hmm, are racist? <laughs> like, <laughs> if this is a thing, by the way, like, because for me, okay, the concept of the Illuminati is like the ultimate version of the enlightened in, one, in right? In fairness, he said working for, not with. <laughs> or working for, um, in either or. You can't work for them if they don't want like your skin. No, no, no. They, only want, they only want white execs. They want people that look yeah, like, they, you know, they want people like, that look like, like Anderson Cooper. The sooner that we like realize that we were all fighting over is just like crumbs off the table. Then we realize that some of them not even started. Do you get? Yeah. So it's just that the crumbs seem to be chunky, but okay. there's a whole feast going on. <laughs> I have I have another question. Um, real quick, have you had any encounters with celebrities that you can't really write home about? In terms of, bro, everybody is nice to me, man. No, I know. I don't even mean nice. Well, I mean like you know, like you know. Have you ever like, have you, <laughs> have you slept with Paris Hilton? Okay, in that capacity, no. But we follow each other on Twitter. You That's what? Cool. You and Paris Hilton yeah, follow we, each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. Does she like Thames? Yeah, she does. That's so weird, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's she does, so weird. Man. I mean, Thames has like a lot of records doing one in America. You know, a lot of people don't even realize how often her own records get played there. Yeah. You know, you know what's crazy? Like, I found out like the biggest songs in America. Celebrities always hear them first. Of course. we Like, bro, celebrities know the, know, celebrities know the artists that are about to pop before fans. That's why we tell you that fans are on the receiving end because even with tax, right, the consumers bear the brunt of all the, like, fuckery that goes on within the companies. Do you understand? It's why there's inflation. It's why there, there's price hikes. There's all of these things. It's the same thing with music. It's like anything that you feel that you're discovering or that, bro, artists already know. Okay, they I'm, know. I'm glad you brought this up. So how do we fix this system? <laughs> you can't fix it. No, there's nothing to fix. It has to be this way. Fans have to stay in the dark in order for the thing to pop. That's crazy. The moment fans have the information to the level of the executives or the artists, then everybody no, is now. What are we doing industry. here? What are we doing here? Yeah, Everyone's an everybody, yeah. You know, there's nothing to oil anymore. Everybody's an oilist. Fair there's enough. the oilist and people to oil. So <laughs> you have to, uh, and and you know, especially when you're dealing in a country where entertainment is an escape because of how bad things are. Because bro, I'll give you context. You know, even in America, yeah, what you see on social media is Black America. True. You don't see. You don't see the level of ratchetness oh, yeah. in White America. Oh, yeah. But that's because they man. One, they hide it, and two, it's more in real life, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Do you understand? It's yeah. not online. It's not like the yeah, social behavior. You a, lot, see a lot of white trash stuff online. is online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, which is why it's more videos than comments. That's why, it? like, when, when white trash stuff comes out, it's always big because yeah. it's like, yeah, fuck these guys. I, I, I did forget yeah. why people are trash. <laughs> exactly. Do you understand? It's that, you know? Yeah. So, but when, when, when suffering is so prominent, right, everything is an escape, you know? Everything that brings cheap pleasure is an escape. So music is one of them from that standpoint. And the reason why I say cheap pleasure within the confines of music is because a lot of music doesn't have substance nowadays. You understand? We don't have music that yeah. can transcend time. Bro, I just spoke to you about some artists that literally were popping back in the day and now they're nowhere to be found. 
you really have to just ask yourself, what am I contributing to this world through my music? That's and does crazy. it matter? That's kind of crazy. You know, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's also funny because then there are artists that like are popping for like only two, three weeks, but because the music is so important, they just they just stay for time, forever. Yeah, like yeah, you remember Kate Bush? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, she had that album and that song that became big this year because of Stranger Things. But like, yeah. literally, like she had like social anxiety issues. Mm-hmm. When her first album came out, she went on one tour, hmm. and after that, she was just like, "Yeah, this isn't for me." And she just kept making yeah. music, but she never went on tour. And yeah. like, she makes so much money from like streams now. Of course, just based on like the few albums she put out, and like the fact that she made timeless music because she knew she wasn't going to go on tour, and Bro. the impact is just there. Like, there's there's there are no rules. You just have to do it with intentionality. Bro, you know, I was telling you how. I haven't listened to anything other than Omali's yeah. album. Yeah. Bro, Omali's album has so much feeling and personal expression in it yeah. that, and he did this. The reason why I like this album is he gave me different feels. Do you understand? Mm. There's the feel of, damn, I miss my person that died. Yeah. There's the feel of, oh, I'm famous right now and I've been on the road and I need a space to feel. Like, there's so so many songs he sang that I can relate to mm-hmm. from my own personal standpoint. And obviously knowing him because I was in prison with him as well. So it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, bro. No, see, bro, this podcast, it can be long because my life is just long, oh isn't it? So, no, I feel like we did, we did, we did the, uh, what do you call it? We did the easy version of the podcast. Because, bro, the long version is the day. No, the long like, version, we have to save that for your podcast. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah, actually, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, um, I think my yeah, like I said, I tweeted something recently. I'm like, I'm going to pour it again, but this I ain't, I ain't giving guests, man. I just have, I feel where I am now is different from where I was, and when when I watch my old videos, it's like I was speaking into the future because yeah, a lot a lot of things I was saying was based off the things I learned in my losses, but I've also learned in my wins. Mm. One of them is everybody's your friend when you're winning. That one I've learned so. There's nothing I wouldn't ask for now, bro. People wouldn't say yes to. Mm. And probably these were the same people I asked for shit before that. But it's human. And I'm not even mad at it. It's just human, you know? That's why it's like, you have to fight that beast that tells you, show them, but pay you know, back. One thing I do like about you is that, like, apart from, like, friends and colleagues and acquaintances, I see you with Deji and Femi and, like, a lot of the people, like, you grew up knowing. Yeah, and the way you guys treat each other is like no, none of you blue. <laughs> you understand? It's like none of us are doing well in what we're doing. Yeah, right? like none of you are doing well in life because sometimes yeah. did you ask you for something and you'd be like, no, Femi, you ask Femi for something, and Femi's like, no, leave me alone. And you guys, I'm just like, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> You're all rich. Yeah, yeah, I mean, thank God, like Femi's doing amazing in Google. Yeah, he just has his own tech company that's doing well too. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing what I'm doing, so I feel, I feel, um. I feel blessed, bro, that we are even in the like position to actually say no, and it's not in a way that we're like. Uh, and like, I would tell people, it, it, it's look, not, like I say no to not, my family members. Yeah, it's not disregarding each other. It's just being. Mm-hmm. It's like being disrespectful for fun. <laughs> yeah, it's banter. Exactly, yeah, exactly, it's banter. Exactly. exactly, and and we're competitive as well, so it just feels into that as well, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I love it yeah, man. it's probably why my approach to life is. Yeah, those are my cousins, bro. Like even when I'm in in Lagos, all I do is chill with them because, bro, I can't I can't do that music industry thing where. You chill with managers, chill with artists, because bro, it's not real. Like it's like I, I want to clock out of work. But also, I don't want. Also, you guys do that thing that I really like about like real friends, where 
all of you, yeah. can, you, Femi, and Dej can be in the same room for like five hours and maybe speak like four times or five times. Yeah, <laughs> literally, and we're just quiet. Yeah. And, we're just and then some days you're yeah, like yeah. talking throughout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's so for me, and bro, my cousins are like extensions of myself. So it's like I, I'm chilling with three me's that are individuals. Do you mm-hmm. understand? That's mm-hmm. how it feels, you know? Because I can always tell what Digi's thinking or what Femi is thinking. And that's obviously, we, we grew up together, you know? Yeah. I've known Femi all my life. And you were known since you were kids? Yeah, since I was a child, literally. Yeah. So, I mean, they're my cousins, like I said. So for me, it's like us having that bond till today from, from then till now, it's like they can only be extensions of you. There, there can't be any other thing else, you know? It's just the defaults, the default um, results of the, as a as a result of the relationship. All right, man. Know? Um, before I let you go, are you coming back to the podcast anytime soon? Maybe like two which years. one? Summer Roach? Summer Roach, yeah. Eh? You want to come back in like two years? Three years? When's For the good time? I'm trying to book the next episode. They come back on. No, no, bro, ah, bro. Well, this weekend is very, very free for me, which is why I'm here now. Okay. Um. I would definitely come, bro. Just, just. Yeah, so I'll call my schedule. People. I'll call your people. You can, you can, you can have. Your, yeah, I'll call your people. You have them call just, my people, and then we'll figure it out. Yeah, and, call my PA. Call Bimbo, and yeah, yeah just. Yeah. Book, oh, book yeah, it yeah, time, yeah, yeah. You can also call my PA. His name yeah. is um, John. John. <laughs> call, call John. I'll send you. Okay. Details. I'll send you his details. So can just, yeah. Yeah, man. I, bro, do you know what's so crazy? We spoke for so long, but I'm like, man, what have we even spoken about? We've just been gisting. That's Samaroch, though. That's the point. Yeah, I love Samaroch, <laughs> man. I love Samaroch. I wish all, like, interviews or podcasts were like this. I try and make mine more educational, Sha. Yeah, no, we don't educate people. We make people dumb, and that's the whole point. This might be... I true. love it. Yeah, this might yeah? be... Because the thing is, like, I feel like people, Lagos people work too much, and Toronto people work too much, and London people work too much, yeah. New York people work too much, LA people work too much. Yeah, and then you know those people because Nigerians just move to very high functional cities all over the world. Yeah, yeah. And we're trying to make something for them where they can just wind down after work or before work. You know, just casually, casually have fun. Yeah, yeah. Nah, bro, I I love it. I love it. I love it. It just feels like I've been chasing with you on Facetime casually. <laughs> Dude, you thanks know, for and we're just catching up. Thank you so much for doing this, man. Nah, bro, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure, my bro. I'm so happy I did it, man. Yes. Literally, like work was about to make me not do this. So, but yeah, I got a call that said, "No, don't worry, you don't have to do this. It's not by force." So I say, "Okay, I'm not doing it." Okay, right, good, 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 yeah. good, good. Um, so, guys, thank you for being with us and listening, and tell your friends about the episode and share. Yeah, man, thanks, guys. I hope this episode was interesting. I feel like I'm a boring guy, which is why sometimes I don't even like podium because yeah, I'm just like, man, this I'm, is this is one of the best episodes we've ever done. You can't be serious, bro. Pro- I promise you. Like, we have insane episodes where. People admit to stealing lighters seriously. Like I always steal a lighter. Where, like, okay, no, like we have an episode where like a celebrity was talking about how he always steals people's lighters. Yeah, okay, that was that was interesting. Yeah, well, but I, I this, also understand lighters are easy to carry. So. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like why not? Mm-hmm. But then we also yeah, have episodes yeah. where people talk about you know super deep stuff. We have episodes which yeah. are in between. Like this is super deep and funny at the same time. So I'm really happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. Okay, fair enough. I just, I just, yeah. I've given all I can yeah. for now. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, we'll see I you next week. Thank you for doing Summer Roach. Summer Roach, guys. Bye. All right. Bye, guys. Always part of me. Young Sin. Summer Green. Summer Green. Summer Green. Summer Green. Young Sin. Summer Green. Summer Green. Summer Green. Summer Green. Summer Green. Young Sin.
the way. 